Listening to the Cannabis Hangout. Two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with the community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while, while we, we break, break it, it all down. down. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode. I'm Brandon. And I'm Saba. And we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we are super excited to be chatting with a woman who specialized in massage therapy and skincare, all infused with some CBD. She's been a medical massage therapist for about 15 years, and she's been on a mission to merge the cannabis and massage industries together. And she's actually calling in from Houston, Texas today, and so we're thrilled to pick her brain for a bit. So guys, please welcome Abelina to the Cannabis Hangout. Hey, Adelina. Yes. Hello. Hey, thank y'all for having me. We are so excited to have you here today and chat a little bit more. So let's just dive right in. Where and what was your first cannabis experience? Ah, I love sharing this story. Um, so I have two, <laughs> I have like two first ones, but the first, first one, I was probably about like 14, 15. I grew up in Mexico, like right on border town. Okay. <laughs> and so um, where I happened to live at, it was, um, let's just say a lot of narcotic movements, narcotic movements, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, uh, we, sw- me and my best friend, we swindled our way uh, to get one of the guys to get us some bud. Had no idea what to do with it. It was literally like a brick, like just seeds <laughs> and stems. And he was just like, man, don't even, like, I don't know, that was left there. You better not tell your mama or your dad you got it for me. Right. You know? uh, so he left us no paper, no lighters, like nothing. We're just like, okay, so what do we do? We yeah. literally had no idea what we were doing. That the only nearest thing that we know we could fire up was some newspaper. Okay, you got creative. (laughs) We literally, like, with both our hands, just, like, crumbled up everything. And we're like, "Um, okay. And, like, no lie, a big old rolled-up newspaper sheet of a blunt we had. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. Like, we were literally both of us holding it. Like, I don't even know how we did it because it was burning up and then we had to cool it down and then there was so much smoke and we're trying to make sure, you know, our parents were not coming around. It was the scariest. Anxiety felt like I, I was like I would never ever do that again. That's hilarious. Never. That's a great story. <laughs> that is a great story. What a unique way to think of like, hey, yeah. there's a newspaper. Let's roll a joint in that. Like, right. I wouldn't even know where to start with that. Yeah, yeah. And it's so crazy how we all have these first, you know, one time things, and we think that we're the only ones. Like, oh, yeah, yes. yes. you know. Um, <laughs> I love sharing that story. Thank you all for asking. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. So with that being said, how has your journey with cannabis evolved since the first time you began consuming? And like, what is your favorite way to consume, would you say? Yeah. Uh, man, the journey is, it, it's crazy. I wasn't even paying attention to it. And I got on it and it's been a 
beautiful wave, you know, people I've met and of course what I'm doing now, but um, my, I'm a joint. I like my flower and my joints mm-hmm. and, you know, hit it there and hit it here. Um, <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> you know, um, but um, compared to like the, the second first experience, that was really when I was like, oh, hold, hold on. What? What? Uh, by this time, I was about 26. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I was with with, uh, with my best friend, and she had been trying to get me, of course, to smoke. It just wasn't my thing. She respected it. But I was going through a thing at that time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know it. She passed it to me, so I hit it, and I'm talking. And by the time I knew it, we're talking about the beautiful clouds. <laughs> and we are nowhere near <laughs> none of the whatever it was that I was going through. Um, and it was a wrap to them. So I was just like, but by then I had graduated college, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm a mother by this time. And, you know, I've gone through some hard core life lessons. And I really started researching this. And, you know, I see that some of my clients that I'm going to, because at this time I'm, uh, I, I believe I'm working for myself already by this time. So I'm going to my clients' houses, and some of them are these high-end architects and lawyers. And, you know, I'm like, they're like, well, do you mind if, you know, I kind of hit it before my session, it just relaxes me more. And I'm like, yo, is this a trick? <laughs> right, am <laughs> <Not> being set <laughs> up? <laughs> right? Like, hold on, <laughs> you know, uh, hold on. Uh, but now this is your house and I really noticed the difference in the consuming clients versus the non-consuming clients. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this takes me back to why I always mentioned the, the Mexico part. And I was exposed to cannabis, the medical part of cannabis before anything, before I could. I mean, I was like 14 years old when I was exposed to it. Okay. And um, it was through, you know, just some rubbing alcohol. The baby sister was really sick. Long story short, um, the lady would massage her with this. Mm. And so now I'm like 26, 27. These clients are asking for it. I'm seeing the correlation. I saw how it benefited my sister without me even knowing. Because again, the age I was at, everything was, oh, stop asking questions, little girl. That's not for you, little girl. And mm-hmm. you know what grown-ups do. Right. And um, so when I put, put it all kind of together... And the way my life was just going at the time, I not that I couldn't hold a job, but these jobs that I was at, I was just like, yo, I could do so much for this. I offer so much. And it was definitely not reciprocated. And I was really quick to just move on to the next. And I, I was looking to further myself up, you know, and it wasn't happening yeah, um, because of these decision makers. So it led me to where I'm at now, and, and I can't go back. There's no way. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. But it's yeah. working for yourself from going back to that yeah. and, like, knowing yeah. how much you're valued and, like, you know your value and, like, what you yeah. are capable of doing. That just kind of pushes you to do your own thing, which sounds like that's what you're doing now. And let alone that, just because of the industry that we are in, you know, mm-hmm. like, the people that I get to be around, my clients, like, yes. I love what I do. Yes. I love it. I love the way that I do it. I, I, you know, for example, working at other massage places, you know, the restrictions they would give me, you mm-hmm. know, like, the comfort that I couldn't get with the clients, you know, and 
it was so constricted and the way that I'm doing it, how I'm doing it, mm-hmm. like it works. Yes. It, and you and get my, to set your rules and your boundaries yeah. and everything. Oh, we have questions about yeah. that later on. Yeah. But, um, so do you have a cannabis regimen that you follow? And if so, what's that look like? <laughs> For sure. Um, so I do wake and bake. Love that. Me too. Uh, I, <laughs> right. Yes. I am a, uh, I, I don't, I'm not crazy about like, really loud, loud weed for my regimen. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I like me some good mixed up shake and something that's gonna, you know, there's depression I have, PTSD, there's, you know, just, I'm 35 now and, you know, all these things that, but I'm on a mission, so I need to be able to get up and feel good and fight this world. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> here you know um and so some loud you know stuff would just <laughs> keep me too comfortable like nah forget that world <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> you know um so it is I, I i go through a couple joints a day uh, but when i i am feeling that i need more medication mm-hmm. uh whether i'm feeling depressed or you know i'm and I want to point this out, like, I'm a woman in the cannabis industry. I'm running this by myself. I'm bootlegging it. I'm also a mom yes, who has the opportunity yes. to have the support for my son's dad that I could be out here by myself and my son is well taken care of and I could run and, you know, escalate this business. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of that takes a toll, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. It sure does, um, So to, to be able to maneuver through all of that and handle and, and do what I'm doing to be where I'm at. I'm extremely proud. And so, yeah, that's the, the, the regimen. Um, but well, we trying to get, you know, Liddy or, you know, <laughs> it's a different story. Session, you know, it is, it is. I, I have um, clients where, and I always say, I encourage a session with my session, you know, yes. um, those sessions are always so different. You know, you do want something a little stronger. You want to be on the same vibe, mm-hmm. you know, um, the flow is, is definitely intense. So, um, yeah, it, it's a up and down. I don't have anything to say. Like, I don't really do that too much unless, you know, like I'm at a, a sash sash or, you know, but I do it all. I'll stop ringing. I have a phone if I need. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners ourselves, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. So to flip the script just a little bit and to dive into what you do, tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about like who you are and what you do, Adelina. Yes. Uh, so I, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I am, um, I, I'm a medical wellness provider and um, my mission is to merge the massage industry and the cannabis industry to push to the medical forefront. Um, massages and cannabis have been, oh my gosh, in our history for centuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really have the opportunity right now to really bring it to, to the forefront where the people, the mass 
people can medically benefit from it, you know, whether it's from medicine or clothes or energy. Um, and so what I offer is um, medical mobile massages. I also have a skincare line uh, that is for more the medical intense side, you know, um, Epsom socks, salves, rubbing alcohol. Um, the the list can kind of go on, but mainly it's it's handcrafted medical skincare products. So if you needed facial cleansers, I can make that. If you needed a tea, I can make that. If you needed, you know, a scrub, I I can make that. Um, but most importantly, what what Leafly Therapy is and my core goal of everything is um, is really to educate. You know, I learned early on the platform or the access, I should mm-hmm. say, the access that I have um, to direct clients. And you know, it's an intimate environment when I'm with a client on the table. You know, mostly naked, yes. uh, face down. You know, it's an authoritative. Um, situation position that I'm in mm-hmm. and um, to be able to use that to just expose the clients to this offer them you know a, a more healthy natural and holistic um, yes. approach is, is my mission for sure. So what mm-hmm. began your journey with combining massage and cannabis together what moment like specific moment that you can envision sparked that? Yeah yeah oh I'll never forget that um, so I'm going to a client's house and I'm communicating with the husband and he's, you know, he's, he's Irish, so he's very just straightforward. And I'm just like, okay, well, this is, you know, going to be bad and I'm going to go in and boop, 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 boop. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's pretty much just telling me my wife has her, you know, massage table already. She has her cream. She just needs to come and massage her, but we need somebody on a regular basis, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm understanding what I'm hearing is, you know, they, this is something they do already. So she's more of a chronic situation. Mm-hmm. Perfect. This is what I do. But I get there and it's this beautiful little petite French lady with this beautiful black hair. And she's just like, oh, hello, darling. And the husband's like, hey, I'll be in the room if you need me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I get in there and sure enough, she pulls out this CBD ointment. Mind you, I'm in like a sky rise in downtown Chicago or Lakeshore Drive, Chicago. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, is this another trick? Are you setting me up again? Like, <laughs> what are you doing with, with a whole bottle with a weed plant on it? Yes. Um, by this time though, I had been hearing certain things of, you know, oh, it's cause you know, the THC in it, the THC in it. I kept hearing this just from, you know, being with the people in the streets and, you know, my little dealer man and the corner guy, you know, just mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but I wasn't even paying attention to any of that. It was just my girl would buy me, spark up, this is what I like. All right, cool. She took care of me. This, she breaks everything down for me. I'm like, excuse me, mom, can, can I ask, like, what are you doing? What's this week on here? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> and Tell she's me like, more. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, honey, you haven't heard of CBD? My world changed that day. We, to the day where she's like, I, she takes it for me. That's when I was like, I can make this. Wow. I can massage with this. I, I can do, I can do a business. Like, what? I went berserk. Like, my mind exploded after that. And a mission came upon. A logo was next. A website was like, it was. Mm. And then all the regulations started kicking in. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so 
really yeah. quick transition. You're, so you started creating skincare when you figured out that you there was more that you could do with the CBD. Tell us about that. That's a perfect transition into the other side of what you do, which is making skincare. Tell us about what you yeah, do, yeah. how you sure. do it, and the products that you have. Sure. Um, so again, it started with the same client, um, Cassidy. The bottle that she gave me for me to use with her, I ended up researching her, and I'm like, she's spending almost $250 on this bottle. Um, and we go through like at least a quarter of it, you know. I mean, I was seeing her once, sometimes twice a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I saw how rough, though, it was because it was an ointment and it had, you know, it was it just wasn't all natural. So it was rougher on her. And I'm like, you know, I, what if we mix shea butter and, you know, do a little bit of this? Um, and then she would buy the product from me. So I was like, Oh, I could charge her way less than that. Yeah. But then in the process of making it was when I realized, well, I do have to be able to match this other brand's um, effect. Mm-hmm. So, right? Like mm-hmm. she is spending 250 on it for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started off like at 200 milligrams. Then we had to go to 300 because she wasn't filling up in. Then we got to like 500 and it was like, oh, when I realized, like, I could customize it and reach to 900 for certain because, you know, the other 200s we were making or whatever was left over, yes. I was using it for other clients, uh-huh. you know, to see what it would do to them. Mm-hmm. And it worked good for them, for, like, my regular, just, you know, sprain or just, you know, coming in for a regular massage or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I realized that it had this, this like, it, it was a medicine. It had dosages. And I didn't even know it was like that, you know, and that, that that's what I was doing. Um... Yeah, that's when I realized, like, oh, I can make styles from this. I could do. Yeah. I could put this in my Epsom spa. I, I could. Then um, the whole rubbing alcohol and the memories of Mexico with my baby sister who was sick. That's when, like, the no turning back happened. That's when you know, like, my baby sister had the biggest effect on me, and I don't think I started healing from her her passing away until I started doing that. That I was like. I could spread this to everybody else now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Wow. That's so cool that you found. I just love to yeah. hear people's stories when they find cannabis, and especially when they find it in their own therapeutic yeah. way, and, own and then how it spirals for them. And then it's just oh, yeah. like you just never stop. Like once you really start and especially learn the benefits and the education, which I love that yeah. you said education earlier because that really is everything about this plant yeah. is mm-hmm. the more educated you are, the more benefit you get from it. And I love that that's what spiraled your, like, love and passion for it. And look at you now. Yeah. You're out here in Houston. Yes. Killing <laughs> right? I feel a lot tang tang over here, you know. It's uh, been that lo- support. Listen, we love to here, see it. So. We love to see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so out of yeah. all the products you create, what would you say is your personal favorite? My rubbing alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, <laughs> Um, cause again, this goes back to my baby sister. I, okay. it, it, yeah. That the age and the, everything that I was going through at that time, like it was poverty. We were in, um, there was mm-hmm. all type of abuses. Like I was American living on the Mexican side, crossing international borders every day. Uh, my best friend's parents, you know, were like immigrants. I was reading immigration papers for that. Like it, it was a very different world. Wow. Um, and then coming back to the United States when I moved back to Chicago at like seventeen, 
um, that just knowing real suffering, knowing real prosperity or, or goal for prosperity. Again, the immigrants that I was all around, like I was teaching them English. I, I learned from that, by, you know, and mm-hmm. to see everything that they would do to come to America just for an, a, a better life, you know, and a lot of these restrictions and things that were blocking um, was drugs. Weed was like, the marijuana was like one of the biggest, you know, ones. Um, and I'm talking about like the correlation and how mm-hmm. it helped and why, uh, you know, people are sticking to this plan mm-hmm. and why they do and why it's so sake, the sacredness of it. There we go. That's I guess what I'm looking for. Yes. Um, to me now knowing that I have a power being American, uh, having the resources as limited as they are having these resources to be able to make a difference. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, I mean, there's nothing more cup filling than that. Every little Mm -hmm. thing that you're doing is like a mile worth of like a stretch, you know, the littlest things, even with Brianna and I, we have to constantly remind ourselves like every little thing that we are doing is making a big difference because our industry is still so untapped, even on the education side, even on the research side, like a lot of things. And so it's, it's, I love to hear you say that because that's, it's right on. It is. It's all teamwork. Like we all are doing all these little beautiful. That's why when I thought about, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Like with them, mm-hmm. yeah, do this. <laughs> I love it. Well, we're so grateful that you said yes. So, what's been the most rewarding thing about starting a skincare line with such high benefits, and what product have you gotten the most feedback on? Um, I think the most rewarding part is so I got the. Um, do like college and like I have a bachelor's in business marketing um but what I learned while I was in college and I'm always super grateful for the professors and the teachers that I've always had like I've been really really lucky with them Mm -hmm. and when I was in college you know yeah we had to learn about this or you know your textbook things but there would be certain things that you know some professors like there was this one um history professor who was like Adelina, you're an activist and you don't even know it. And I was just like, huh? <laughs> I wish I could see your face right now. I know, I wish I could too. <laughs> you know, um, and, and just other professors that were, you know, librarians that would give me certain books. But in all of this, it wasn't until I started making these products that all of that kind of came together that I was like, oh, this is why Steve Jobs did what he did. This mm-hmm. is why Jay-Z did what he did. Like, I'm... I'm the biggest, I guess, excitement that I have is that I know that I've created this. Nobody can take it away. Yes. Um, that I can create yes. jobs, that I can make these, I can hire whoever yeah. I want when the time is ready. I could say no to whatever I want, whether, you know, it's a good price or not. You know, like right. I get to mold this. And because I read all these Steve Jobs books and because I read all these business books and because I had all these professors that, you know, would take me to, you know, certain meetings or do, you know, just these, I had this rich resource that was given to me early on that it became so natural. No, I can't work for nobody. No, I don't want to yeah. drop ship your product. I'm no disrespect to anybody. Right. Yep. I, 
could make my own. I, we yes. hear you on that so hard. Yeah, yeah. Yes. When those creative juices get flowing, Woo! you're just like, what are oh, you doing? Man. What are you doing here? Yes. Yeah, I know. That you're is the... For sure, for so, sure. I mean, and then you get to look back at, like, you know, against these jobs, for example, where it's like, yo, that first iPhone was like crazy yes. compared to where we're at. Now, yes. You know, like so, light years that, ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> to know that if I could create this now and I'm doing it by myself, man, by the time I get, like, you know, a marketing team or creative mm-hmm. team or, you know, like, where will oh you be? Goodness. Yeah, you're going to be killing it. So fun. It's yeah, exciting. it's exciting to envision so and think exciting. about. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. on your website, you had a product that you said is made with green earth oil, and I'm intrigued. Is that another name for full <laughs> spectrum CBD? And Yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, I was reading through uh, your ingredients, and I was like, green yeah. earth oil. I was like, and it had quotations. And I was like, okay, that's definitely full yeah. spectrum CBD. Full spectrum, yes. So I and I'm glad that you pointed that out because these are things that I, uh, especially the consumers, I, I especially want them to know that all these restrictions that are out here for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's part of it. But I've, I've, you know, but I've also learned that it's part of the game. So I'm trying to figure out how to play that game. You know, um, I, I've man, in these five years that I've gone solid with deeply therapy, I've tried my websites, I've done WordPress, I've set up Square, like I've, and I have progressed every time but then something does happen where it will knock me down i can't have an e-commerce you know all these mm-hmm. these things that will backtrack you and the customer is not realizing oh well she doesn't have a website oh why can't I buy online oh no it's not that it's just i can't i didn't know i couldn't do that yeah yeah <laughs> um, there's, there's so a lot of figuring not, out that's not laid yeah. out for us in this industry yeah. for people that aren't listening so <laughs> that is a perfect example of me growing, me learning, um, but realizing there's certain words yeah, that I have to use to, to also grow as a business. Like I do need the business and it has to grow. I love what I do and I know I have a passion for that, but yeah. I, I also know that I want a business. I'm building an empire. It has to grow. It has to be exposed. Like I have to push my, and those are, those are some of the, the pushes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the little methods to your madness. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It, and it, it yeah. intrigued yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hmm. Green earth Yay. oil, that sounds... But guess what? Your girl knew what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did yeah. not know what you were talking about, so Brandon, you got me on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you, you plan... That even, Go ahead. I was just going to say, even that, we're, again, breaking the stigma and us being able to teach and grow, you know, yes. from, from each other. It is, I guess, a softer word as well, too. It is green earth oil. Like, yes. it, oh, we... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's enticing, <laughs> Softer is a great word yeah. to use to describe green earth oil. So yeah. do you blend yeah. other herbs and essential oils aside from CBD with your products Ooh. and massage techniques? Yes! <laughs> Absolutely. Um, this is part of the excitement of knowing that I can grow and because I'm creating it myself. So, um, and again... Kudos to all the CBD products that are out there. We're hustling. We're doing our thing. But let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Um, I have arnica. There's turmeric, lavender, eucalyptus, lang lang, comfrey. Mm. I got um, orange essential oils in there. Like, it is, um, I believe I'm at, like, at a solid 15. They do vary sometimes. Wow. Um, again, I could customize it, so sometimes, you know, they don't want lavender, mm-hmm. you know, the guy's aftershave. He's trying to have it smell pretty, so I'll put more menthol <laughs> in it or you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, but it is their all-natural herbs. 
on us. That's amazing. Yeah. I, love I love to hear that. I love, I love that. that. I also love how excited you got because that makes me want to go and buy your product. And I'm like, oh, she's hyped. Okay, yeah. I have to have this. I want a massage with a CBD. And we're going to come visit you in Houston, <laughs> Avelina, and we're going to come get ourselves oh. some massages and some product. <laughs> we're going to do a whole thing for oh, sure. Sign us Perfect. up. <laughs> okay, so you strive to combine the cannabis and massage industry together. Um, so how would you say you're doing that? I know you're kind of just saying like little methods to your madness and those kind of equal that, but what is your outlook on that? Oh, wow. Um, again, thank y'all for bringing up uh, important topics that I really feel like people need to listen to for me to be able to do this merging of both industries yes. to push the medical forefront, you know? Yes. Um, one, of, one of the biggest issues is um, just inappropriateness, you know? And I'm trying to say this nicely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there, the massage industry, unfortunately, has had um, its turmoils and just like cannabis, it's just seen as all oh, this, you know, sex. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, um, and nothing against anybody who does do any of this. I really like to each their own, you know. Um, but what I have learned from this industry is that it's more than just the sexual part. Unfortunately, we're in a world with access. We have phones. We have internet. We have, you know, real quick Instagram like DMs whatever yes. mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot of things that we keep on not paying attention to and the power of healthy touch is one of them and it's healthy touch you know yes. um, again I've been in this industry for like 15 years and, and it's it's not new to me but I don't know how I did it but I was able to maneuver around it in a way where I didn't offend the client as well either because at the end of the day I, I'm trying to get a client I'm trying yes. to work you know right. and I know that I can massage really really good um to let them know like you yeah you're gonna feel this good because it's a healthy touch that blood flowing I'm stretching muscles mm-hmm. like this is a euphoric experience yes you know yeah and even I, um, I just recently started getting facials and my massage lady that was something she mm-hmm. blood flowing is something mm-hmm. that she educated me on that if your yes. blood is stagnant it's not good for you so you have to get yes. that like give yourself massages in the face and stuff so I I, mm-hmm. I assume that applies to the rest of your body as well even moving like, all the tension and stuff when you're sitting at a desk all day and not moving around and stretching yep yep absolutely um and so just being able to do things like you know i i had an awesome um business oh wizard (laughs) who like put me in my place earlier this year and she's like you were an educator like put your foot down like say what you gotta say and teach what you have learned yes um and mm-hmm. so that that's what i'm trying to do you know um whether i do get asked these certain questions happy endings and whatnot it is really like a simple no you know they really yes. do respect this mm-hmm. um again i also don't want to lose the client because i at the end of the day like i've taken psychology like i i uh, i got a little bit of knowledge so you know yes <laughs> to put it all together mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yes. um and just be able to guide the client and, you know, whether it's a certain, you know, topic that we're going to talk about. So if I'm going to get close to your legs, all right, we're going to start talking about your dog. Or we're gonna Wait, do you actually, dog. do people yeah. actually ask you about happy endings? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Do people like? How does that do people? (laughs) How does that make you feel as a woman? Like, because you're going in there to do a certain job. Okay. And like, as a woman, how does that make you feel? Because that would piss me off. I'd be like, what the fuck? Are you kidding? Thank you so much for saying that. As a woman, how do you feel? Because that's the part. Oh, that's the detachment that's there. Yes. Is that they do not even consider how the woman feels. Because unfortunately, like, we're, this is a real world and there's a lot of darkness out there. Yeah. You know, as much as I could be here and I could go in with, like, a bubble suit and, like, be strapped down and, right. like, you know, put a, like, I can go in there. I, even go in there, like, I have people tell me, man, if you look a little pretty, put some earrings on or, you know, a little lip gloss or, and I get that. That's cool. But mm-hmm. y'all don't understand what comes with that. And that's what I'm trying to stop. Like, yeah. it. so, yes, I do get asked these questions. Is that but, more um, often than not? Or what do you, how would you say? No, it's not. It's okay. way less now. Good. It's progressed though. Because um, I, I, I've also learned, like, when I first started, I was like 20 years old, you know? It was just scary. And I would, they don't necessarily teach this to you in school either. What they say is, you know, just talk about a little ethical and, you know, you're an authoritative figure and, you know, things can get misfruit. And, you know, if I took that little naive vanilla. Uh, But when you get Mm -hmm. in there and, you know, they're like, you're in a room with the door closed. They're Mm -hmm. like naked and it's intimidating. Right. So, (laughs) um, Mm. but to be able, again, I, I, I don't go in there looking with tight. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say not tight clothes because I, I've learned now, like, I need to go in there comfortable, though, too. Yes, you know? yes. Uh-huh. Um, the way I position myself, you know, the way I'll mm-hmm. put their hands, like, their hands are never facing inward. Like, if I'm stretching them and their head is, like, facing my stomach because I'm standing above them. If I pull their arms, like, their hand is never facing towards my legs. It's facing outward. Okay. Right? Yes. Um, you know, it's little things like this. Where mm-hmm. again, if I'm like in the you know where I do a lot of stretching, mm-hmm. I like I have a football player. I get in there like we're stretching glutes, deep <laughs> glutes. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna position you in a way where you know your penis is squashed. Yes. Okay, and I got yeah. my elbow. And, you, know, <laughs> you ain't gonna feel comfortable. There's no yes. simulation there. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, I'm, I, I I say this with man with so much love, but yeah, with so much audacity because it is out there. Yes. And mm-hmm. I've also when I learned, hey, what makes you think? Like when I first I said this to one client one time, what gave you the impression that you can approach me like that? And then he apologized. Yeah. It was a rat. Yeah, like and putting that. him in his place. I'm sure he was embarrassed, like, not thinking. You like, know? Oh. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. You guys know we love talking about new brands in the market. So, meet Dazed. Their products are handcrafted, so every one of their infused pre-rolls is packed by hand, not a machine, which I know every flower smoker can appreciate. They also take time to perfect their mix with live resin, Keef and indoor flower into every single joint. Dazed is veteran owned, which we love, and they take huge pride in being a brand that the everyday person can afford with quality while keeping Oklahoma groovy. Check on Weed Maps to find Dazed in your local Oklahoma dispensary. Now, let's get back to today's episode. But he still kept coming back. Yes. We still talk to the day. Like, hey, how, 
man, like you are still literally the best massage therapist I've ever had. And now yeah. it's not even like you're the best masseuse. No, like they know. Yeah. I put that like on my Instagram here and there, you know, like I'm That's a massage amazing. therapist, y'all. I work with doctors. I, I, I work for myself, but yeah. I don't work with doctors. Right? Yeah, you, you work know, for like, yourself. I love let's, that. Let's get this, you know, together. Um, especially because we're wasting so much time with so much healing that, that we can do. Yes. You know? Yes. You're over here not going to get a massage or afraid to get a massage because you're, like, naked or intimidated when mm-hmm. it is the most, like, it's a vibe when you're with me. Yeah, I love <laughs> I'm that. Sure. I love that you said it's a vibe when you're with me. I'm sure it yeah. is. All our Houston yeah. listeners, go see our homie, Abilene. <laughs> yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> so giving yeah. people massages is something that can be pretty tiring on your hands. And you obviously give mm-hmm. a lot, which is amazing. <laughs> and you're so gracious to do that. What do you do for yourself to make sure that you are being taken care of? I know, right? I get asked. You guys are so awesome for asking that. Um, I mean, we, I was early on taught, of course, in school, and I also taught as a massage therapist. Um, you know, there's certain things that we have to do, like if you catch me in my car or something at a store, like you'll see me grasping and squeezing my wrist, Okay. you know, here mm-hmm. and there. Um, I know when to take my breaks, you know, like when I first started, I was doing like seven, ten massages a day. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a I, I, yeah, I, um, I don't do more than four a day. And I got to be very comfortable. I have to have a little bit of time in between. And, mm-hmm. like, I really do stretch it. Like, I get there, we chill, we talk. You know, I take a ride back home. Or, like, I know how to stretch this um, out much more. Um, I, the one <laughs> big question that I always get asked is, do you get a massage? Uh, <laughs> is your answer no? I feel like your answer is no. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Um, I tried. I do believe that those that have massaged me are a bit intimidated. Okay. Um, because it's usually through, a, like, you know, we'll do a trade, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Um, like, I don't let, like, just, like, a friend or, no, I'm, again, I have PTSD. I have my own traumas, and mm-hmm. I do the touching. Um, but when it comes to, you know, with other therapists that I network and stuff, you know, we, we're, we'll do trades and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, it... it it just gets like, you're not doing what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like you have these expectations in your head for what you do and what you're receiving is not that. I and really if you say that, it's like disrespectful do. almost. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope yeah. you find somebody who's like on the same wavelength as I know. you know, that, you know, might do like have the same passion and like organic, yeah. like natural like holistic approach on it because your body yeah. needs love too whenever Amen. you're that to other people. So that's a great point that you're saying there because the goal again, the educating part, not only do I just want to like educate the people and talk mm-hmm. about this, I get massage. Like um, I've also been licensed y'all for like 15 years. I can teach now. I can mm-hmm. offer continuing education courses and that is where I want to put that in. I do. Okay. I don't want to train anybody to massage like me. Yes. Um, but I do I do want to teach how to embrace how to massage however they do more. And I right. think that's my big, uh, that's like what I have ahead probably of, if anything. I, I've been massaging those since I was seven, like literally. My mom, uh, her friends, when I was in high school, wow. varsity basketball, I was stretching everybody before the game. You're you know? That's like, amazing. That's I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what I do. Um, so I am getting ready and prepping um, to teach other massage therapists um, 
So that way they could be at least be therapy hand in every state. Yep. <laughs> and then I can give my massages wherever I want, you know, then I won't yes. be worried about it. That <laughs> is the goal. You can travel with it. Yeah. For sure. So for sure. you're a canna mom. Tell us about that. Like, do you have any experiences or <laughs> anything like that? Yeah. Uh, I did hear that uh, one of the other podcasts, you, you are some of the ladies. And again, yes, this is why I'm so excited to be on this podcast. <laughs> so uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've had my dog, my dad were growing. Um, so as far as like, with me and my son, I have a 15-year-old, an okay. amazing 15-year-old sunshine. He is the dopest kid. Uh-huh. And um, he definitely knows that I consume. Um, but he he does understand. So our conversations have been this of, look, I'm getting into this industry. This is what I do. Um, it does this. It does this. Um I consume it because I feel this from it because of these things that I've gone through. It's a medicine for you. But I also, yeah, but I also know that it can help other people and I happen to be, have access to this. You know, so I've explained to him in this way in the beginning and then I have involved him in any and almost everything that I can do from podcasts to business meetings, um, making, like, he packages the product. He knows how to make the product. Aww, uh, that's you know, cool. You know, he he tried to do a science project for, like, sixth grade, talking about, well, <laughs> you know, the cannabis plant is also medical. Amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. He sounds awesome. Like, we just can't yet. You know, like, my son will send me, like, this boy sends me articles. Uh, there was this young girl, I forgot what state he's in, but... She won a legislation to allow kids um, to medicate in school. Like, he is sending me these articles, wow. these things, you know? That's cool. It's cool um, that you've developed this, like, yeah. I feel like as Foundation. all the, yeah, and all the parents that we hear that come on our podcast that talk about this mm-hmm. open relationship that they have with their kids with cannabis, it really trickles into all aspects of life. So I feel like now if he does something that he doesn't really mm-hmm. is unsure about, or he like, he's going to go to you first before anybody else, which yeah. is what any, any sure. and every parent wants is that open communication, sure. especially with a teenager. Cause I know they can be difficult sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and most importantly, I do want to point out that I also, though, I, he knows, like, for example, I tell him, you know, I use the medication. I do the best a lot, baby. You know, like, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm trying to do this. But mm-hmm. I'm also by myself. I don't have family support. I don't have mom, dad. Like, there's, I don't have, it's me and him, you know? Yeah. And it's bad he has that. But it's me and him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do tell him, though, you know, if you do come across, like, you're going to be around friends that are probably already consuming, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really going to be up to you, baby. Like, do you feel like you got to, because what, what cannabis is going to do to you is really going to make you feel better. What do you need to, to feel better about? Like, is there something going on? Are you not getting enough attention? Are you feeling a little depressed? Is school getting too stressed? You know, like, I feel like mm-hmm. you should come and talk to us about that first. Like, mm-hmm. he knows that it's an open door for him to come and talk to me, especially about the feelings part. You know, yes. dad, he's mm-hmm. amazing, completely involved, super supportive, but he does dad things. You know, the most to know and all that, <laughs> that's mommy. Yes, yes. Um, so he can, you know, he asked us. I showed him what we look like, what roles, what's this, what, you know, like mm-hmm. these are, if we, I just know because of how I've seen him learn, it was similar ways of how I learned. Yes. That's why I say, I mean, I smoked the first time and then I didn't smoke until I was like 26. 
it was because of that. Like, I didn't have a need, I thought, at that time, that I had to chill a little bit. No, I need... Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.